Hello and a very warm welcome to another episode of Career We Go, the football trivia podcast. The niche football trivia podcast with a bit of a World Cup twist for this one. I'm your host, Joe, and I'm joined by my regulars and a very special guest. First, let me introduce said regulars. This man is eligible to play for one of England, the Republic of Ireland or Iran, should the call come. Perhaps more relevant, he's unbeaten to date. Welcome to the show, Bobby. Cheers, Joe. Um, thanks for that introduction. As you said, I am unbeaten but um with our guest today i'm not gonna mention who it is yet but um it'll be on the title of the podcast oh, okay. <laughs> with adam on I, must say, I do i do have fear for my record today you do yeah so, so let's see how we get on we'll explain the format shortly and let me also introduce the uk's number one expert on all things england plymouth argyle the netherlands and of course saint-etienne welcome, <laughs> welcome to you Thanks, Joe. Thanks for the little throwback to uh, last week's episode there. Yeah, Appreciate yeah indeed. That. You're very welcome, mate. Uh, now, arguably more important than you two, let me introduce our second guest to the Career We Go podcast, a man who has literally written the book on the language of football. That's called Football Clichés. He is also, for his sins, the man behind the athletic podcast of the same name. Welcome to the show, author, journalist and football linguist. It's Adam Hurry. Thanks very much, Joe. Thanks for having me. And I mean that sincerely because I invited myself on the podcast. <laughs> so this is great. Yeah. And, and and let that be a note for everyone else. If you do want to come on the podcast, uh, you can give us a shout and you will get on. Uh, Bobby, Bobby, you might bring us through the, a, a bit of housekeeping, how people can get in touch. Yeah, you can um, follow us, get in touch at Career We Go Pod on Instagram and on Twitter and our very special bespoke email address, careerwegopod at gmail.com. As Adam said, all you've got to do is ask and we'll we'll have you on. So yeah, give us a follow, give us a five-star review. They replied pretty quickly as well. <laughs> uh, all right, all point, right. I thought it was quite nicely. I thought, oh, oh, I've completely exposed myself here. I'm not going to get on and it'd be awful. <laughs> Just to be clear, you don't have to expose yourself to get onto the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's keep it simple but absolutely you can yeah as bobby said with the five star ratings they massively help so we're trying to grow the podcast i'm not breaking ranks and saying we don't have a big budget we don't have any budget so the only way you can really get up the algorithms is by five star ratings so please do take the time to help us out with that um and, yeah, and drop us an email at our bespoke email address as as b has ran us through right well i'm going to run through the format of the pod i think we want to make sure that you know what to expect, Adam, so that we don't mm. have any any touchiness. You know, how, how, how have your recent re- recent episodes of, um, <laughs> of cliches been? Well, I, I'm glad you raised that. Um, a lot of people thought that um, the Jeff Shreves appearance um, was a kind of deliberately awkward one. I over the Zoom, it was much better. I think the <laughs> audio doesn't quite. It maybe it does him a slight disservice. Um, he, he comes across a little bit more abrupt, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was fine. As it went on, it was it, it seems a little bit more comfortable. But the first 10, 20 minutes, he was just coming for you guys. Like <laughs> it felt like uh, did, I don't know if you saw you as like oh, new age nerdy football guys, and he was like, oh, I'm not having this, and he was just going for you. And I was like, bloody hell, Jeff. But uh, yeah, I think it, it was just down a bit. I think it was just a fifty-eight year old man who's had um, an untouchable role at the top of one <laughs> of the biggest um, entertainment industries for thirty years. Yeah. Just not quite getting the point of the podcast. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. he put a lot of effort into trying to get the podcast, but just not quite maybe the intellect. And yeah. um, uh, still a lovely guy in my eyes. Got, I've got no beef with him whatsoever. But, um, yeah, the joke just went too far. We are yeah. a pedantic podcast, but not that pedantic. We don't correct yeah. each other every single thing we say. Yeah. 
So he did, yeah, he, did, um, he did come at you all, all guns firing, didn't he? Which is... <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I, I sense he might have been doing um, some dirty work on somebody else's behalf, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. am, am I the only one? I don't know, <laughs> but I never heard the phrase "cheers, Jeff." Am, am I am I miles off? Is, is that yeah, like? Yeah. It's not quite as famous as he thinks. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I thought it was related to Jeff Stelling in in all truth, to be honest. But I mean, it might it might be. I, I guess is it just like um, I don't know Alex Ferguson at the end of a post match interview. Is that is that where it comes from essentially? Um, I think it's Martin Tyler who says "Cheers, Jeff." Allegedly, I don't remember him saying that ever. But um, Alex Ferguson used to say "Well done, Jeff," which he is That's also right. very proud of, which is fine, as I would be too. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I, I guess that episode it did start a bit touchy, but it was it was good. As Joe said, it is obviously great to have you on. We are obviously big, big fans of, of Thank the you. podcast, all three of us. Um, cool. You seem to pretty much nail it every episode, and it's very enjoyable. Wow. Long may it continue. Have you got like a specific favorite guest or favorite episode or anything like that? Um, I've always tried to think of who the best kind of sort of star guest we've had on, and it's it is a mixed bag. It's really hard to get the Venn diagram right of people who are famous enough to make the podcast worthwhile. Um, who get the podcast, but also like football at that kind of level. I'm not saying it's a particularly um, incredible thing to understand football at that microscopic level. I just want people who care about it like that rather than at a surface level. So it's really hard to get those three things um, done. But I, I mean, Peter Drury, getting him on early doors before he become, before he became kind of everyone's go-to interview was really cool because he's a really nice bloke. Yeah, I mean, regardless of whether you like his commentary style or not, it's kind of it's kind of immaterial. He's just a really, really cool football man. So that was nice to have him on. And um, but I, I just really like I've grown to really love the kind of bread and butter adjudication panel episodes on a, on a Tuesday because that is that is just my football brain being spilt out onto the internet, and I'm amazed that it's still going. Frankly, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's what two hundred episodes or something. Yeah, right? it's crazy. It's crazy. It really shouldn't. We had no right to go to two hundred episodes. I, I recently met um, Ralph Innocent. Innocent, mm. Innocent, Innocent. Yeah, Innocent in a in a pub. He drinks in like his local is like round the corner from where I work. So what's the uh, what's the postcode? He <laughs> <laughs> was. Um, I'd seen him there a couple of times, and then third or fourth time, I we just sort of got talking, and I did mention obviously Finchy and his acting work. But I said I heard you on the Football Clichés pod, and he said I'm not going to do impression, but he said the amount of people that have come up to him and spoken to him about that is like pretty pretty amazing. He's like, oh, wow, yeah. So I was like, all right. So essentially, I wasn't the first person to say I've heard you on that pod, and he seemed to be one of those that I think people of of our age or our generation obviously all huge office fans and all that all really like him and you're really hoping i hope this guy gets it like yeah not just yeah. That, but i hope he gets the thing and, and he seemed to so that was quite yeah he did he bad. also ticked an elite tier box which was he's got his own recording booth in his house <laughs> <as a laughs> style. this is great and he of knew course. what to do and he recorded his own audio and sent it over afterwards and even we, we got him to just record a link for our podcast in yeah. the middle and he was like yeah fine and now we use it halfway through yeah, and yeah. Uh, so overall a complete legend he's got he's got dave and football cliches on his voiceover <laughs> <laughs> yeah just top tier right, top tier good stuff all right well we get cracking uh, a little bit of further housekeeping uh before we get cracking if this is your first time joining us you're very welcome uh do stick with us i'm sure you'll enjoy uh but once you're finished we recommend you go back and check out some of our previous episodes start from the most recent and work your way back i think for for quality reasons uh but do check out the likes of netflix and phil 
Play Your Parts Right, Nabi Decay to Agree, Hooter Dare, Squad Fodder, and many more. Okay, all right, we're ready to get cracking with the quiz? Yes. Yeah, let's do right. it. Let's do it. Okay, so this is round number one. Probably just a little shout out here first to our last guest, Amo, Eamon Dalton. Um, I haven't really stitched them up, but I have changed the format a little bit uh, to make it a bit more fair. Uh, because it probably wasn't uh, totally fair in AMO last time. So he probably would have got the victory. So for this first round, Adam, you will be up against, for the first round only, you will be up against Bobby and Teo in, our, ti- in our title game. Career we go. This is a World Cup special, the episode. So every question in this podcast will be somehow linked to the World Cup. Don't necessarily expect it to be the big names, but people who've certainly at least played at the World Cup. So for Career We Go, for those who haven't joined us before, I will name out a player CV. Whoever jumps in first takes the point. Simple as that. No penalties for any wrong shouts. Um, and what I'll say here, all of these players have scored at the World Cup. So there's three players and I'm going to start with the first one now. Uh, this guy started his career in 1989. He finished it in 2006. Julius Berger, RFC Liège, Reggiana, FC Cologne, Ajax, Juventus, Borussia Dortmund, Bochum, Matthias Sam, no, Genk, Stefan Chapuisat, no. So I'm going to go from start to finish again. Julius Berger, Liège, Reggiana, Cologne, Ajax, Juventus, Borussia Dortmund, VFL Bochum, Genk, Bochum, is it? Um. Okay. This is a well-known player, and he has scored at the World Cup. I'll just give you a little bit of a clue. He wouldn't be known for scoring goals. Looking at some confident faces here. <laughs> what was the first club? Julius Berger, did you say? Julius Berger, yeah. So 1989, he started his career um, at Julius Berger. So Julius Berger, Liège, Reggiana, Cologne, Ajax, Juventus, Borussia Dortmund, Bochum, I presume, I don't know, and Genk is where he that finished. three in the middle, Ajax, Juve, Dortmund. Surely there's... Quite big clubs, I would say. Ajax, Juventus and Borussia Dortmund. Jan Valters. No, no. To, 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 the, to the people who know this, do, do get in touch in the socials. I'm going to have to give you a bit of a clue. He's a defensive midfielder. And Adam, you're, you're not barking up the, the, the right tree. He's not European. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Um. So I'll give you the appearances. Ajax, 54 appearance. Uh, this is the league appearances. Ajax, 54 appearances, eight goals. Juventus, eight appearances, zero goals. Hmm. Borussia Dortmund, 2002-2004, 53, appearance, 53 appearances, one goal. This is astounding. This is an amazing question. So good. I don't care about getting it wrong because it's really good. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, okay, lads, I'm going to do something a bit different. I haven't done this before, but I'm going to list out his managerial career. Oh, okay. And he's right. not known for scoring at the World Cup and he's not known as a manager, but he um, he does have that on his CV. All right, here we go. 2007, difficult one to pronounce, uh, Upen, E-U-P-E-N. I don't know if that's Dutch. 2007, Upen. Next, conveniently also difficult to pronounce, Verviertos. Next, Nigeria. Next, Fortuna Sittard. Sunday Lise. There you go, Adam. Yes! Well it, it <laughs> oh, I'm so happy about that. It's like oh, getting your right. first touch in a game. Oh, my God. 
delighted. Yeah. Yes, it's Sunday, um, Sunday Olise. So he did play in the World Cup and he, he scored um, any, any. I mean, I'll give you a bonus point here if you can tell me who he scored against. Spain in 1998. Adam Hurry, outstanding. I'm going to give you that bonus point because that, that, that is correct. So um, no more bonus points, but can you give me the score? 2-1. Uh, it was 3-2. The, um, the highlights are up on YouTube. John Motson's commentating on it. He, funnily enough, he doesn't appear to know who Raul is. He like he 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 calls him Raúl González Blanco, and obviously yeah. we obviously we know that's his name, but like just call him Raúl, mate. Um, like the BBC sort of commentary texts, just yeah. using the full name. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, Ricardo Caca with a brace today. Yeah, it was um three two to Nigeria against Spain, and Nigeria then actually topped the group. Paraguay came second, and Spain went out at the group stages of the '98 World Cup, and it was an absolute cracker as well from Sunday Alise. Um, so. After the first player of career we go, Adam takes a 2-0 lead um, by virtue of getting the bonus point as well. Well done, Adam. Okay, so now we're moving on to the next player. This player started his career in 1989. He retired in 2010, and he also scored at the World Cup. I'm going to go from start to finish now. OB, Udinese, Milan, Inter, Norwich City, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Thomas Helweg. Excellent, Adam Hurry. Yes, wow. Thomas Helweg. 3-0. Yeah. Do, 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 do you remember him playing for Norwich? I've, I've no no memory yeah, of that, that whatsoever. Yeah, that was the clincher for me. He's also He also featured in the didn't play for Sam Allardyce's Bolton, but really should have done 11 for the <laughs> podcast. So that's where the bells rang for me. Yes. That is very, very fair. So Thomas Helweg, um, he also scored in the World Cup. And in fact, he scored at the next game. So after Nigeria got out of the group by topping it, they then went to play Denmark in the next game. Um, it was 4-1 to Denmark against Nigeria. And Thomas Helweg got himself on the score sheet. Nice. Yeah. So both of these players have played at, I think, two World Cups. Yes. Um, so two questions into career we go. And Adam is 3-0 ahead. Lad, you need to... You need nice. to have a look at yourselves. Right. Now we're going to... <laughs> okay, so on to the third player of Career We Go. Again, he has also played and scored at the World Cup. He started his career in 1992 and retired in 2011. I'm going to go from start to finish now. Ogrite. Lone spell at Lingby. Lone spell at Barry. Herinveen. Aston Villa. Hansa Rostock. Copenhagen, Ogrite. Olaf Melberg? No. no. So Ogrite, Lingby. No. Lingby Lone, Barry Lone, Herinvein, Aston Villa, Hansa Rostock, Copenhagen, Ogrite. I'm going Barry? to. Barry? Give... You went to Barry on loan? Yes, indeed, yeah. In yeah. Wales? <laughs> in Italy Barry oh. sorry <laughs> perhaps that's my accent uh, Bar- what, Barry what a yeah. sliding doors moment that is for his career um, <laughs> uh, um, uh, Marcus Allback well done Bobby oh wow career we go back in the back in the score sheet Marcus Allback um, Aston Villa 35 league appearances 6 goals Sweden 74 caps 30 goals not yeah, bad. Um, and he scored yeah. at the World Cup. No bonus point here because it's a bit of an easier one. Do you know who he scored against? England? Yes, he did indeed, yeah. Oh, my God, the buzz. <laughs> <laughs> get off the mark, my God. 
quite the relief there. So so after um our first three players of career we go. Sunday Elise did catch you a little bit, uh, but Adam got that and capitalized with a bonus point. Um so after the first round it's Adam three, career we go one. Slightly offside, he should have timed his run. And certainly, he was in and goal offside given against him. Just before that, you should have gotten a spec savers, Charlie, because I'll tell you what, he's not offside. Well, he's absolutely bang in line, not offside. Well, maybe you should go also then, Jeff, because uh, you couldn't see driving home the other night because you you don't even wear your glasses. And well, maybe you should go also then, in your uh, TV, in case you get you don't even wear your glasses. You get slagged off, so you just uh, you just stick to spec savers, and I'll do the game. You don't even wear your glasses. And I'll tell you what, I look very educated in my specs. I'll wear them for you one week, I promise. Okay, moving on to round number two. We're going to have a question here and a round, and it was going to be Bobby against Adam. The first question will be a who am I? So I'm going to give you five clues. Whoever jumps in first with the player's name gets the point. Simple as that. Um, you're allowed You're allowed wrong answers. After that, then, we're going to do um, our second round, which will be coming or going. Um, so Adam, I'm not sure if we've chatted yet about your specialist subject, which is? The World Cup. Indeed, the FIFA World Cup. Um, But I know when you were chatting to Bobby previously on um, before we arranged the episode, you did say a potential other specialist subject could be Premier League foreign influx, 94 to 2004. Yep, perfect. Coming or going will be a bit of a hybrid. All of these players will fall into that bracket, uh, Premier League in foreign influx, 94 to 2004. And they've all also played at the World Cup. Nice. Okay, so we will get onto that. But first, a preliminary question again. This is a who am I? I'm going to read out five clues. Whoever jumps in first, I, I won't necessarily need the five clues. Whoever jumps in first will take the point. Who am I? I was born in Brest in 1987. I have played club football in five countries, including a brief spell in England. I failed to win any international honours for my country, Argentina. My brother is also a professional footballer. Gonzalo Higuain. Yeah. There you go, Adam. Unfortunately, Tio, I think, was there, but it just around for um for Bobby and Adam. Um, so Adam, you were fastest in there. Um, and that Thank takes you. you that takes you to 4-1. The final clue, if you needed it, was I have been managed by Phil Neville. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 was the thinking there in getting that, Adam? Um uh, as soon as you said Argentina, I knew that Higuain was born in France because his dad played there. Yeah. And so it all clicked. Yes, indeed, it was Gonzalo Higuain. Um, so that is Adam for career. We go one. Bobby, I think you can say goodbye to your unbeaten record. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. The, the next round here is coming or going. So the way this works is I will give you the name of a player and the club he was at. You will tell me who he played for beforehand and who he went to afterwards. If you get both right, you get two points. If you only get one element right, you take one point. Okay, player number one in coming or going. Again, all of these players have played at the World Cup and they all fall into the category. Premier League foreign influx, 94 to 2004. Player number one, Mustafa Hadji, Coventry City. Who was he with before Coventry City? And who was he with afterwards? Two quite serious faces here. Okay. Um, so, gents, let me know when you're ready. I think I've got it. Uh, all right. I've got an answer, but I'm not confident. Okay. So, if you can please both show me your answers. Sorry, I just need to scrub out the one I didn't want okay. to show you. Okay. Bobby has said Espanol uh, before he signed for Coventry and Villa afterwards. Adam has said he was at Deportivo, which is correct. Oh, okay. So, Adam, you take two points there, bringing your total to six. Bobby, 
you are now that's one point for you you're on to two so that? glad I scrubbed out Celta Vigo there. Yes. <laughs> a pivotal moment that could be. <laughs> so let's have a little look at Mustafa Hadji. Um, started his career at Nancy, Sporting, Lisbon, Deportivo, Coventry City, Aston Villa. Espanol after Aston Villa. So it wasn't, you, you weren't, Ooh. you weren't miles away, uh, Bobby, to be fair. Um, 63 caps for Morocco, 12 goals. Okay, so on to the next player of coming or going. This is a, a much better known player. Robert Pires, Arsenal. Two extremely serious faces. I'm ready, I think, but I'm not confident. Okay, Robert Pires, Arsenal. Can you please both show me your answers? Ah, of course. There you go. Right. So Marseille beforehand, you both said, which is correct. And yes, Bobby, you justified me putting that in because I was trying to catch you out. I would have thought it was Aston Villa, but in fact, he had that spell at Villarreal first. Marseille, Arsenal, and then Villarreal. Um, So Bobby, you took that. So that's two points. That brings you to four. Adam, you're on seven. So closing the gap there. Let's just have a little look at Robert Perez. Whenever people mention him, you always hear that he lives in Ibiza. You know, <laughs> people just talk about him and then they just throw it in. Oh, great guy, great guy. Lives in Ibiza, lives in Ibiza. <laughs> so he played for Villarreal 2006 to 2010. Mm. 103, just to make you feel bad, Adam, was four wow. years there. 103, 103 appearances. Ter- so look at this. It was 103 appearances, 13 league goals over a four-year period for Villarreal. Aston Villa, he was only there for a year and he played nine times. How old was he at Villa? Must have been insanely old, like 36, mm. 37. I mean, he was born in 73 and he played for Villa in 2010. Wow. Yeah, he, I do, I do, yeah, I do remember his little stint at Villa and he just looked, I mean, he looked a great player, obviously, but he looked like cropped in his prime. So, like, when he, by the time he got to Villa, I just could not. Could I mean, not. He, he left Arsenal in 2006 and then, you know, he played for Villarreal up until 2010. However, he retired from the national team um, in 2004. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah. Okay, moving on to player number three for coming or going. Christian Carambo, Middlesbrough. Two points up for grabs. It's 7-4 to Adam. So, Bobby, let's see what you got here. I'm completely stumped. This is terrible. The thing is, I know clubs he's played for, but I don't know, obviously, if they're in between Middlesbrough. Okay. Um, Right, I'm going to press you for an answer. Okay. Okay, guys, can you show me your work? Yeah. Terrible. Okay. Oh so, so Bobby has said Real Madrid beforehand and Olympiacos afterwards. Adam, I'm just going to be honest with you, mate. That's a poor answer. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, Adam has said Sampdoria beforehand and then retired. Um, but Bobby, you're taking two points for that. Oh, well played. Um, and Goodness Adam, me. you're taking nothing there. So that is seven six, closing the gap. It was Christian oh, Carambo. Oh, I've a couple of. Couple he of did quotes. play for Sampdoria though, didn't he? That's... With, with Carambo, I have a couple of quotes from him here from Teesside Live. Um, what do you think was the primary reason for him signing for Middlesbrough? Money. You might think that, Theo. Um, however, it was something a bit different. When I arrived, I said, wow, this is a big project. We are going to challenge Manchester United and Liverpool. Yes, that was maybe naive, but that's what I thought when I came and saw the facilities. <laughs> <laughs> in, that, in that same interview Joe is there a joke about the weather 
so oh, no. um, must be. N- n- not that I have, but perhaps. But I mean, basically catfished by the training ground. Um, I've heard this before with like Middlesbrough, but I think Sunderland apparently is quite, I mean, I think now all the Premier League stadium, sorry, all the Premier League training grounds are just incredible. But previously there was a few clubs who were just ahead of the curve. And I remember hearing a lot that players were basically signing for Sunderland because it had like a really good gym. You know, like, <laughs> I, I do think these things make a difference. But he's coming from Real Madrid, so <laughs> how does that work? It's a very good line. He does continue. When I had this offer from Burrow, I asked Mr. Robson. It's funny hearing someone say Mr. Robson and it means Brian. And not yeah. Bobby. Um, w- when I had this offer from Burrow, I asked Mr. Robson if I could come and visit the facility. For me, the facilities are a key condition to join any club. I need to see the conditions of where I work. That's where I'm working, where I can see my teammates to understand them. It's very crucial for me. So I think he's gone a bit overboard on that. Um, Christian Carambo, he, he he since works in facilities management, I think, since he retired. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think he made... Um, retired a... just after Middlesbrough, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> so Christian Carambo, an interesting character. He um, he met his wife or his ex-wife. He met her on an airplane. Wow. Yeah. Former Oceanian Player of the Year, Christian That's Carambo. right. Yes, New Caledonia. So an interesting character. He's played for France... 53 times, yes, 53 times, obviously he played for Real Madrid, but he was born in New Caledonia and he didn't leave there till he was 17. So it's right. a pr- pretty incredible achievement to um, be from kind of such a small place and then go on to operate at the um, at the top level for so long. He played for Nantes, Sampdoria, Real Madrid, Middlesbrough, Olympiacos, Servette, or maybe Servette, and Bastia. So career. Indeed, yeah, absolute Bobby, career. Bobby, this is class. This is class. <laughs> what a comeback. As Adam is... go downhill very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> we have one more question. So we're doing four questions per round. And this one here is also a well-known player. Freddie Youngbear, Arsenal. Who was he with beforehand and who was he with afterwards? Also played in the World Cup. I'm pretty sure. This could be a... So embarrassing if this is wrong. It's completely shot in the dark. Okay, so it's seven six to Adam. Bobby is is mounting quite the comeback for career. We go. Please show me your workings. Okay, Bobby is in with Halmstad. Adam is in with AIK Stockholm. Bobby is correct. Fuck you. Um, now on to the next. After Arsenal, it was West Ham. That's what Bobby has said. Adam has said. Oh, for God's sake! So I'm afraid. Um, so that's Adam. You stay where you are with that. And Bobby, you take two points, which well brings career we go to eight. Adam, hurry to seven. Oh, I'm just I'm just looking at his Wikipedia page. I must know. Didn't play. Oh my god, this is awful. It was a toss up between Celtic and West Ham. Did he go to Celtic after West Ham? And he was dread- dreadfully there. Hamstad. It was a little bit different. Uh, Hamstad, Arsenal, West Ham, Seattle Sounders. Chicago Fire, Celtic, Shizumu Wells, S-Pulse, and Mumbai City. It's an incredible I, career. I had no idea. <laughs> he, he, he was really poor at Celtic. He was there for seven Celtic. games. Wait, what, what, Celtic? What was the S-Pulse team? Uh, Shizumu S-Pulse. Was that before Juventus? Or... <laughs> <laughs> nearly went for Barcelona. <laughs> what am I doing? Was it before or after? In between Sam, the Sam, oh, Sampdoria spell, I think. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but him playing in Italy does seem right, though, doesn't it? It does, but yeah. in my head, I thought he went to a big club after Arsenal when it didn't look right and it didn't feel right. So that's all I could get stuck on. But I mean, no okay. way I would have. I, I, mean, I, I thought um, West Ham, but I thought that was so much later. I mean, if I'm going to be very, if you look at Freddie Youngbear's um, Wikipedia, his photograph is him playing in a match against poverty, and he's wearing the Juventus colors. Um, yeah. So uh, that's not um, right. it was. Fair 
I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's stretching didn't it. Match against poverty in there, did we? <laughs> when was that? Football hiatus. Uh, 2014. That's when he was at Mumbai City, to be fair. Um, yeah. yeah, he actually did have... Yeah, yeah. So he, he did actually retire in 2012, but then came back in 2014 for a short stint at Mumbai City. Okay, oh, after... Not yet, wasn't it? Not yet. I remember he scored on his debut against United, I think. He did join Arsenal mm. in 98. You're on fire, B. So... six, maybe? What's that? You joined my Sam 2006, maybe? Uh, 2007, mate. Okay. Yeah. Come on, not, mate. Come on, come on. Um, so that's not bad at all, to be honest. A superb comeback from Bobby and career we go. So Incredible. after coming or going, it is Adam Hurry, seven, career we go, eight. I've got big problems with the people who are running football and I'm not a big enough person for them to even bother listening to me. The game is wrong. The people in charge of the game are wrong. And I'm not calling them names, I'm just telling them they're wrong. They are so wrong, this is frightening. How wrong is the game? FIFA, UEFA, whoever you are, you're wrong! Okay, so we're now going into question three, ahead of round number three. And this is Adam against Theo. The scores are 7-8 in favour of Career We Go. So Theo, um, how are you feeling? Confident? Is it the same round as before? It's... No, so what we have next is first is going to be a who am I? So that'll be the same okay. format. Whoever jumps in first will take the point. Cool. And after that, we will have Ronnie Whelan of Fortune. Okay. So, <laughs> Ronnie Whelan, who did play in the World Cup. I think he played one game for the Republic of Ireland in about 50 minutes in 1990. So it qualifies. Okay, so who am I? Whoever jumps in here first will take the point. I was born in Schaffhausen, Switzerland. Roberto Di Matteo. Correct. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't quite compete with that. So I was born in Schaffhausen, Switzerland in 1970. I have won the Champions League. I have won the FA Cup. I've won the Champions League as a manager, obviously. Um, I've won the Champions League. I've won the FA Cup. I have played for my country, Italy, 34 times. But Adam Hurry didn't need that. I scored what was then the fastest goal in an FA Cup final in 1997. So um, you made short work of that, of that, Adam. And you're back. I've always just been fascinated by the fact that there was, there was a kind of... Um... German sounding place that an Italian player was born in yeah. in yeah. Switzerland. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's brilliant. So that brings... I'm delighted with that. Well, yeah, I should have got yeah. that. Was... Reasserting <laughs> my quality here after an absolutely shambolic end of that last round. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So career we go eight. Um Adam Hurry, eight. I think that, that answer was quicker than his goal against Middlesbrough, wasn't it? Very good. Nice. Good. Nice. Who who took over the mantle as having the fastest FA Cup final goal? Oh, I didn't know someone had. So, so Di, Di Matteo was the fastest, but Is then that by one second, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure. I need to. I need to double check this now, but I'm pretty sure it was overtaken, and I'm pretty sure I know the name of the player. FA Cup. Yeah. Is it like a this player? Or? This player is ex Everton, ex Spurs, ex Mets. Saha. Ex Manchester United. Mm. Yes, Louis Saha. I'm pretty sure. Good. Um, FA Cup. 2012. It was Louis Saha in 2009. 2009. 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're at eight apiece and we're now going into our Wheel of Fortune round. Again, (laughs) this is a World Cup special. All of these players have played at the World Cup is how we've done things previously. Now, when it comes to this round, all of the topics, it's going to be a general knowledge um, quiz related to the World Cup. So we're going to have four rounds. It's going to be Adam against Theo. I've got a couple of bowls here. Um, one bowl is with my premier puns, and then I've got 
uh, another bowl with my shit puns. So we're going to start with the good puns. I'm going to list. <laughs> I'm going to have a little spin of the wheel, and I'll give you the category. You can choose to answer from this category, or you can spin the wheel again. You can only do that once. Bear in mind that the amount of categories I have is limited, so these might come back around. Um, sure and they are a little bit cryptic. Okay, so I'm going to get things started here. Adam, I'm spinning the wheel. Tell me when to stop, mate. Stop. Who wants to be a millionaire? Taking it. I'll take that. You'll take that? Okay. Yes. No, is that is that from the premium bow? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who wants to be a millionaire? These get thrown across if... We can't yes, right, indeed. Yeah. So let me thank you, Theo. Let me explain that. So it's one point for the first question. You can take that and bank it, or you can gamble and go again. However, if you get the question wrong, it's going to be thrown over to career we go, so they can perhaps look to capitalize. I will say, if it's the second question and it's thrown over, it's only going to be rewarded one point. Make sense? Yes. Okay. So who wants to be a millionaire? I was going to put a bit of laughing track in there when when I um <laughs> when, when I took that out of the bowl. Roger Miller became the oldest goal scorer at the age of 42 at which World Cup? USA 94. Correct. Uh, who was it against, Adam? Any chance? Uh, it was against uh, Russia in that they got spanked and he still celebrated even though they were like 5 0 <laughs> <nil> down. <laughs> uh, what, what, was it a corner flag dancing, was it? I don't think he he might have done the corner flag dance, but I'm just surprised that he. But he obviously he knew the record was, uh -huh. was being yeah. broken. But yeah, yeah. it's entirely selfish act uh, and decrepit man. <laughs> Russia. Yes, that is correct. So that brings you to nine eight, Adam. Do you want to gamble that point to go for a harder one, or do you want to bank that? I will gamble. Okay. Can you name two clubs Roger Miller has played for? Yes, Saint Pierroise. Oh, excellent! Yes. And Bastia. Very, very good. Very good, Adam. Uh, You've very... capitalized with two points there. Any more while you're at it? Um, Canon Yaounde. Um, yes. Torrer. Torrere. Yeah, you're, you're not too far off. So he's played for Eclair de Douala, Leopard de Douala, Tener, Valencien. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Tener, Valencien, Monaco, Bastia. Saint-Étienne, Theo, you should have got that. Montpellier, Saint-Perros, is it? Tener, um, and then he finished his career at Pelletaya and Poutre. I can't pronounce it. Oh, Poutre Saraya or something. Um, amazingly, that I think I think they're Indonesian team. Um, I think it was the season before they signed Roger Miller. They signed um, Mario Kempes. Oh, right. And he, he was like ancient as well. Absolutely surreal scenes. But yeah, so they were both say... about 45. I was going to say, Joe, what's what's um, Roger Miller's career span like? Good question. So first, Adam, you're, you're absolutely correct. They're an Indonesian Indonesian team. The fact that they signed Roger Miller and uh, Kempe, is that what you're saying? When you look in, it says that they were an Indonesian football club. Not surprised that they went out of business. Um, Bobby, his career started in 1967 and it finished, <laughs> and it finished in 1996. From the Beatles to Oasis. <laughs> it's cool. absolutely unbelievable. He won... <laughs> African Player of the Year in 1970. <laughs> and honors. Let's have a little look here. Individual. Yeah, Adam. So African Football of the Year in 1976. Yeah. And, and 1990. Yeah. So, yeah, in 1976, he won African Player of the Year. The Ballon d'Or was won by Franz Beckenbauer that year. Then he won it in, again in 1990. And the Ballon d'Or was won by George Weyer. 
<laughs> when he was when he was first voted the best player in Africa, Ronaldo hadn't even been born. The Brazilian one. God, that's insane. He's a it, year younger than Kevin Keegan. <laughs> he's an interesting. You know his his name as well as his surname's really his birth name's Roger Miller. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, and he he played for Cameroon seventy seven times, forty three goals. So he's um, he's done pretty well there, to be fair. Um, as has Adam Hurry. You've restored your your lead God. there. So that is God. ten eight. Now we're going to. He didn't start, he didn't start a single game in ninety four, did he? No, he came on sub. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're now going on to our second question of Ronnie Whelan of Fortune. Tio, I'm going to go back to my elite pun bowl here. Please, please tell please tell me when to stop. Stop. This is for my wins. For my wins. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to play this or spin again? I'll, I'll play. Okay, one point. It's the easier one for one point is how many World Cups have Italy won? Four. Four is correct. Oh. Okay, oh. so that brings the score to ten nine. Theo, do you want to gamble for a more difficult for my wins question, or do you want to bank that? Uh, if it's related, oh, I'll, I'll gamble. It's I like it, I like it. He's thinking of the content. Um, okay, so question number two in For My Wins. Can you name one of the managers who has won the World Cup for Italy? If you don't get this right, it is thrown over to Adam. Who could then, who could then extend his lead to three points? Oh, um, uh, Lippi. Marcello Lippi. Marcello Lippi is correct. Okay, so 10, 10, Tio, you are correct. Now we're going on to question number two. So back to you, Adam. Spinning mm-hmm. the wheel. When do you want me to stop? Stop. Okay, so thank you to listener Alan Horgan for this, friend of the podcast. This is Hand of Claude. <laughs> do you want to take this or spin again? Hand of Claude. Mm-hmm. Can I spin again, please? Oh, he's spinning again. I like it. And again, same listener, Alan Horgan, friend of the show. So people do get in touch if you want to be featured on our, our Wheel of Fortune round. This is Nine of Duty. Nine of Duty. Can you name three players who have both worn the number nine and captained their country at a World Cup? This is for the one point question. And hard. with, with uh, the Wheel of Fortune game, when it's thrown over, the, the opposition just needs to complete the answer. They get the point. So I just need to name one player who's worn number nine at a World Cup and you need, captained them. You need to name three, Adam. So, so three? Three. <laughs> three. I, I'm, I'm going to give you a bit of context here. First of all, this is difficult. You know, we were talking about football trivia. We, we do make it hard here. Also, there is a lot. There is a lot okay. of players who have worn number nine and captained their country. They don't necessarily have to have done it at the same time. You can have a little bit of time with this. Okay, we're going to come back into this, guys. You've had a little bit of time. So for those playing along at home, perhaps you've paused the podcast, have a little think um, and let us know how you got on. So can you name three players who have worn number nine at the World Cup and captained their country at the World Cup? No. Oh, well. Um, But I'm going to, so I'm going to try and guess. Yes. This is going to be awful. Just get absolutely awful. This list of names is pitiful. I'm trying to f- find the three least shit names. Kareka. 
John Aldrich. Robert <laughs> Lewandowski. Okay, so Lewandowski is correct. Um, Kareka, I'm pretty confident, is not. But I might need to check that, to be honest. What World Cup were you thinking? Uh, 1990 or 86. No. It's fine. Yeah. So you've got one from that, which is Robert Lewandowski. It's now thrown over to career we go. Theo, if you can name two, you're going to nick Adam's point. It's 10-10 at present. Okay. Um, To be honest, I wasn't anticipating answering this, but um, (laughs) Eto. Yes, correct. Um, Okay. I'm trying to think. Uh... Um, Shearer? Yes. Alan oh Shearer. my God. Alan Shearer is correct. So the reason to... Shearer and Harry Kane, right? I yes, thought. absolutely. I was going to say Kane, but I can Absolutely. Think so, so the reason, yeah. the reason oh. I asked for three players here is because there's quite a few guys. Harry Kane, Falcao, Lewandowski, Eto, Robin Van Persie, John Dal Thomason, Alexander Fry, Savo Milosevic, Mark Viduka, Hakan Suker, Davor Suker, Gabriel Batistuta, Ivan oh. Zamorano, oh. Alan, Alan Shearer. Zamorano. Oh. Yeah, Alan Shearer, Tony Polster, um, Emilio Butrugueno. That's just a few. Um, so, yeah. Tio, you, you did manage to take two, which yeah. restores career we go to an 11 no. 10 lead. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Great round. Well Great question. Great round. Good question. I had, um, yeah, I'm Shira, loving the... Sorry, Bobby. Uh, Batistuta came. I always had Ronaldo, but he never... That is in the Brazilian Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah. Had a, uh, great, great question. Yeah. Um, and was Ronaldo right? No, 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 And uh, John, Ar- John Ar- Aldridge wasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that is eleven ten. We're now on to the next round of Ronnie Whelan of Fortune. Theo, just let me take a note here, and then I'll spin one second. Cool. Um, okay, Theo. Yep. Yeah, um, tell me when you want to stop spinning. Stop. This is. Roy Division. Roy Division. Okay. Roy Division. Um. Yes. Let's well, play it. Let's okay. It. So you want to play this? And again, Alan Horgan. Um. With the shout out for that. So do get Roy your suggestion. Do get your Alan suggestions in. Yeah. He's, he's he's on he's on fire. Um. Okay. It's almost as if he's your mate, <laughs> We do have lots more listeners too. Um. Okay. So this is Roy Division. The entry question is. Which football club did Roy Keane play for at the time of the USA 94 World Cup? So what club was Roy Keane with at the time of the 94 World Cup? Okay. Well, this is just a question as to whether he's already joined United from Forest by this point. And I'm terrible with the years. And I need to ask Bobby Fagihi to stay quiet on this one. It's quite annoying though, because whatever I say... Adam will just be able to get the get the point. That's true. Um, Such is the rootless nature of Ronnie Wheel and the Fortune. I have a feeling that he may have moved that summer, and therefore, if it's June, July, maybe didn't move quite yet. So, I am going to say, although ninety four, ninety five, I don't know. No, I think actually that he he probably was at United by this point. I'm going to say United. United is correct. So that's... What a journey you went on there, Theo. Yeah, I know. I was thinking... journey you went on there, Theo. 
<laughs> he was playing for, for under Clough, wasn't he? And I don't think Clough did he ever manage in the Premier League? I don't think. One season, wasn't it? The first was it one season? All right. Yeah. I'm going to throw another one at you. Um, what? And this, Bobby, you can come in for this because there's no point. What football boots was he wearing at the '94 World Cup? <laughs> was it high techs? High tech, or... yeah, yeah. Really? Surely the only player in a pair of high techs. <laughs> Absolutely, um, great. Yeah, but just was it a Diodora. Shout... He was sponsored by. Yeah. yeah, he moved. He moved on to Diodora afterwards. Um, and if anyone does want to sponsor Career We Go, um, do give us a shout. <laughs> high tech, we are available. How could oh. that be? <laughs> okay so Theo do you want to bank that that's 1210 to career we go or do you want to gamble uh, I, I think it's more interesting by gamble isn't it so yeah fair play I'm I'm, I'm respecting that so you are gambling it's Roy division you've had the Roy element now it's on to the division element oh, right. the, second oh, question. No. <laughs> the, the Premier League was the most represented football division at 2018 World Cup in Russia Excluding England, which country had the most Premier League players in their squad? Good. Okay. So, right. the pre- so the Premier League was the most represented football division at the 2018 World Cup in Russia. Take England out of it. Which Belgium. Country, which country had the most <laughs> Premier League players in their squad? Theo's not hanging around here. He said Belgium. His bravery has been rewarded. That's correct. Outstanding. Oh, my goodness. Yes, good courage. 13-10. Fair play. Bobby was just punching the air there. Um, it is getting... Yeah. It's, not it's taking getting... it too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome, Adam. Um, so yes, it is 13-10. Oh, God. I've now gone back to the wheel, but I've gone to the substandard puns. So let's see how bad these are. Adam, I'm spinning the wheel. Let me know when you want to... Stop. Okay. This is Finders Keepers. What's the pun? Goalkeepers. What's the <laughs> no, no further questions. Um, I'll take this one, hundred percent. Okay. So if, Adam if is... I get any of these wrong, I'm going full Jeff Shreve. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Oliver Kahn was Germany's number one for the 2002 World Cup. Can you name one of their substitute goalkeepers? One seems too obvious. And one seems like a stretch. I'm going for Robert Enker. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not right. Fuck off. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm handing it over to Career We Go. Well, I, the I think the obvious I don't know if he went the I think that was not the obvious one he went for. No. I, I would go for the obvious one, which is Jens Lehmann, but and that's obviously correct. <laughs> so that Career we go have nicked your point there, Adam. So that's 14 10. Um, Jens Lehmann was the substitute goalkeeper. And the other one was Bobby. Hands your butt. He's it? on fire. Yes, well oh, played. Good yeah. shots. Well played, Bobby. Good this knowledge. This is terrible. <laughs> That's, this is the worst moment so far for me. <laughs> Obviously, I had Jens Lehmann written down. I thought there might be some sort of politics thing yeah and he wasn't in the squad and it was a big old mess so that's he, what he I did, did have an issue did he have an issue with Oliver Kahn was that like a later thing almost what certainly done how yeah, can yeah. they possibly have got on <laughs> okay I'm spinning the wheel Teal. can you let me know when to stop stop this is royal mascot do you want to play, play? you want to play yeah. I'm liking it okay royal oh, mascot oh no I've just had a no okay yeah just I, I've accepted your answer there so it's four it's 14 10 Again, this is all linked to the World Cup. What was the name of the Italian 90 World Cup mascot? Uh, I, 
I'm, I don't know, to be honest. Okay. Um, I'll just hazard a guess at some random Italian name. Bobby, do you know this? Bobby knows it. No? no? I, I know. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I, mean, I, I, know, I know it. I know it looks like I can't yeah. think of the name. Say, say nothing, say nothing. Adam Hurry right. cer- certainly knows it. Um, Leonardo. No. Adam. The Italian 90 mascot, right? <laughs> yes. That is Chow. Chow. Fuck. <laughs> yes, that is correct. So it's 14, 11. Now that, that question is done, but just out of interest, I think, Adam, you would have done well at this. So let me check the second question here. Naranjito was the mascot for which World Cup? 1982. Yes, correct. Um, but unfortunately, that round was finished. So it's 14, mm. 11. We, okay. got, we got two more questions and lads, full transparency. I'm all out of ca- categories. So whatever you land on here, you get. Um, <laughs> so this is round four of, sorry, question four of Ronnie Wheel and the Fortune. Uh, Adam, let me know when to stop. Stop. This is, it's a poor pun as well. Hans Goldman. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> Let's do it. You'll take it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So who is the World Cup all-time top goal scorer? Why don't I know this? This is not making me confident for your specialist round, Adam. It's awful, isn't it? It's awful. <laughs> um, it's, well, it's one of those ones where you know the answer, but then yeah. you're worried that it has been superseded by something else, which is obviously terrible. Um, Miroslav Klose. Miroslav Klose is correct. Thank fuck. So <laughs> that takes you to 14-12. Do you want to gamble? Yes. Are you, are you, yes? <laughs> okay. How many goals has he scored? 14. Um, I'm afraid that's incorrect. Theo? 16. 16 is correct. So you take the point there. Adam um, stays at 11, or reverts back to 11. And Theo, um, career we go, go up to 15. Come on. Is this mathematically done? This is, I was just about to say, yes, this is now mathematically done. Um, we have one more question. We might as well do it. But unfortunately, as Adam is realizing, um, career we go um, are going to take the victory here. Theo, I'm going to give you the last question just for fun. This is, ah, it works out well for you, I think. Um, don't accuse me of bias here, but this last question is going Dutch. Well, well you know, I'm you not are. sure how bias it is because we'll, we'll see. Yeah, okay. So, how many World Cups finals have the Netherlands lost? How many World Cups finals? And this can be thrown over to Adam to, to get the okay. score a bit more respectable. Um, but yes. I think I think three. Three is correct. So you get a point for that. Um, you might as well gamble, mate. Yeah, it was 74, 78 and 2010. Okay. Um, we'll gamble, yeah. Who was the top scorer for the Netherlands at the 2010 World Cup? 2010 World Cup. Um, was it Wesley Schneider? Correct. It was Wesley Schneider. Um, so that brings you... To 17. Um, so a pretty comprehensive victory in the end um, for for career we go. Um, Adam, I think in particular the nine of duty one. The the I think you got you got a bit stuck on that. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gutted. I'm properly well, gutted. Well played, well played, Theo. That was um, yeah, exhilarating stuff. That too. Yeah. That too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, and Bobby, you keep your unbeaten run going. Um, but Adam, yeah, really, really enjoyed that. We're going to go on now to your World Cup mastermind. Um, but this is separate. Then this is separate, is it? Yeah, yeah. But I feel you have a bit of unfinished business, so we might need to do another episode. Um, in future, if you're, I will, I will be yeah. back. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. 
Okay, so after that career we go take the victory and now we're going to move on to our World Cup special with Adam Hurry. Pep this and pep that. Pep this and pep that. Pep this and pep that. So aggressive pressing has been a key staple of that Ajax side, yeah? Um, Which is a point captured by looking at their passes per defensive action. That's PPDA, passes per defensive action. Ask her, it, she, him, they, to play keys and grab the podcast. PPDA is a metric that measures how many opposition passes are allowed by a team before a defensive action is made to try and win the ball back. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Play promos, can't be asked, that's it. See ya, come on. Starfield ground, silly game, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> 10 questions on the FIFA World Cup. Okay, question number one. Which manager has appeared at the most World Cups as a manager? Uh, Bora Milutinovic. That's what I would have said, but I'm afraid the correct answer is Carlos Alberto Pereira. Fine. So he has been there with Kuwait in 82, UAE in 1990, Brazil in 94, Brazil in 2006, Saudi Arabia in 98, and South Africa in 2010. So he's just edged out. He got the Brazil jobs after Kuwait. (laughs) Oh, his his CV is just... I mean, I might actually just click into it here, and I'm not sure if we'll keep this in, the edit, because it's so long. Have you seen him before, his managerial career? Yeah, I'm half convinced that his entire career, his managerial career, is based on the fact that people think he was the Carlos Alberto who scored in the 1970 World Cup final. I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow, well, some... yeah. That's why he's sort of over there in Azerbaijan and stuff like that. Oh, no, <laughs> the action. No, that Carlos Alberto managed Azerbaijan. The whole thing is just absurd. <laughs> oh, really? Because, you know, he also never played football. So he was one of the first guys yeah. to do that. Like, he must, um, yeah, he must be really good in interviews. Um, So he started his career in 1968. He's, and his first team, his first senior management job was Ghana, straight in an international team. <laughs> so it was Ghana, Fluminense, Fluminense, Kuwait, um, yeah, Kuwait assistant. Then he got the gig at Kuwait for four years, to be fair. Brazil, Fluminense, UAE, Saudi Arabia, UAE, Bragantino, Brazil, Valencia, Fenerbahce, Sao Paulo, New York, New Jersey, Metro Stars, who Bora Militinovic, I think, also managed. Yeah. Saudi Arabia, Fluminense, Atletico Mineiro, Santos, Internacional, Corinthians, Brazil again, South Africa, wow. Fluminense, and then he finished his managerial career. He's probably um, about to Fluminense do his washing. <laughs> I come yeah. back from uni. <laughs> Carlos Alberto Pereira, who holds wow. the record, who holds the record for attending the most FIFA World Cup tournaments as a manager with six appearances. So he did just edge out uh, Bora Militinovic. Okay, so question number one. Unfortunately, that's incorrect. Question number two. Which of the following brands was not an official FIFA sponsor of the 2002 World Cup? So which of the following brands was not an official FIFA sponsor of the 2002 World Cup? Budweiser, Philips, Honda, Gillette. Say Philips. I'm afraid that's incorrect. Uh, Philips was. I really don't like your, oh, I'm afraid that's incorrect. (laughs) Can you find a new one? (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll turn my camera off Um, so the correct answer was Honda Honda is correct oh yeah yeah Yeah, I see what you're doing good (laughs) which of the following was not an official World Cup match ball Telstar Tango Rotero or Questra Uh, Rotero 
Correct. Yes. Well played. You yeah. won't get me on balls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Who won the Golden Boot at the 1930 World Cup? Um, uh, Stabile. Excellent. Fucking get in. Get in. That was a show. That was that was proper kids' childhood video knowledge. And that was a peek behind the curtain. There, I did have that in as the nineteen seventy, but then I, I changed it. So if I was to leave it as nineteen seventy, who was it? Uh, Gerd Müller. Yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely correct. So after four questions, it's two so far. On to question number five: Who contested the nineteen sixty two World Cup final? Brazil. Brazil and Czechoslovakia. Correct. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Good yes. shout. Chile? Chile? No, they hosted it. <laughs> Hungary? Hungary? No, it wasn't there. <laughs> All right. So, after, so that's three so far. Moving on to question number six. Who is the odd one out? Oleg Selenko, Gregor Zlato, Giuseppe Miazza, Davor Sukar. May I have the names again, please? Oleg Selenko, Gregor Zlato, Davor Sukar, Giuseppe Miazza. I think it's, I think Sukar. That's it. Yeah, you've done the face. You've done the face. <laughs> uh, that's, in, that's incorrect. Um, Sukar was a top goal scorer at the World Cup, as, as were the other names. Ex- exactly, Theo. But Giuseppe Miazza was the best player at the 1934 World Cup, but he did not take home the top goal scorer. Okay, that's fine. Don't mind not getting that. Okay. I went for a different vibe and I got it wrong. That's fair. Okay, question number seven. Which member of the France 98 World Cup winning squad did Liverpool sign after the tournament? Bernard Diamed. <laughs> Excellent, yes. Thank AJ Ajaccio legend, uh, Bernard Diamed. <laughs> that is your sweet spot, World Cup and foreign player influence. Yes, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Just, just at the... Just at the just before the dawn of the Barclays era. <laughs> Bernard Diamed. Yeah, so that brings us to one, two, three, four. So four, you need to get your the next three questions right to tie with uh, with Amo. Okay. Which player was originally named in the Brazil starting eleven in place of Ronaldo before the 1998 World Cup final? Bebeto. I'm doing the face again. It's no! wrong. No! <laughs> Which player was originally named in the starting 11 ahead of Ronaldo, ahead of the 98 World Cup final? It was not Bebeto. This guy oh, was... it was fucking Edmundo, wasn't it? It was fucking Edmundo. Bebeto wasn't even in the squad. <laughs> Idiot. Um, I think Bebeto was in the squad, to be fair. Okay. Anyway. Idiots. <laughs> so it was Edmundo. Um, Jesus yeah. Christ, this is awful. I did say it was out of practice. I, I remember that well on RTE. They were just shocked. Like They were like, it's Edmundo. Mm. And then they came back from the break and they were like, oh, sorry about that. It's Ronaldo. Um, but I'm wondering, was there a similar moment like that on, on British TV? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I have in my hands a piece of paper. Yeah. That, that kind of moment, wasn't it? And if it happened now, it wouldn't be that big a deal, would it? I mean, I suppose the size of the player involved. But Yeah, we'd all know, though, wouldn't we? On, on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'd be spoiled, it's wouldn't true. it? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I think if it was someone like Messi and yeah, I guess he played so, the whole tournament, was the best yeah. player, probably would be. Yeah, you're big, right. I guess. It would be huge. Okay, on to the penultimate question. In which World mm-hmm. Cup in which World Cup were substitutes first permitted? 1970. That's correct. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, not sure about that face. So, uh... <laughs> yes. So 1970s, correct. I mean, when you think about it, late, isn't it? That I is mean, late, yeah. Isn't it the famous case of like um, Jimmy Greaves? You know, when he didn't mm. start for England in 66, that was it. It's just hard yeah. to kind of, it's hard to kind of understand that now. It's, it's just absolutely bizarre and that they didn't think that, that would be quite a good idea there in football generally. In football, right, at that point, obviously. So, Yeah, but I think it only started sort of nine late 50s, yeah. early 60s in English football. I think Charlton had the first sub. Right. And it's what, just what mad happened? that they went a good 60 years of organised football without thinking, do you know what, we could do with some extra players in case someone goes to the gym. Someone got injured, what happened? There's your awful. Players yeah. having to go and go, whole thing is yeah. actually shambles, madness. On to the last question of Adam Hurry's World Cup mastermind. Bora Militinovic has appeared at five consecutive. Oh yeah, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Tell me more. Bora Militinovic has appeared at five consecutive World Cups, managing five different teams. Can you name me just three? Three of these five countries. Yes. USA. Correct. 94. Costa Rica. Correct. 1990. Oh, you did the face then. I wasn't sure. <laughs> um, Bora Militovic. Obviously, it's... Did you give me any clues in the question? What was the question? Sorry. Bor- Sorry. Bora Militinovic has appeared at five consecutive World Cups, managing five different teams. Can you name three? Okay. Okay. You give me USA and Costa Rica. One more. Okay. One so, more. Costa Rica is 90. USA 94. Um, so we've got. Uh, Japan. No. Um, so the answer is Mexico 86, Costa Rica yep. 90, USA 94, Nigeria 98. Oh, go away. And so infuriating. Nigeria, Nigeria, ninety-eight, and uh, China, two thousand and two. Oh. oh my god, Nigeria! We so, talked about it earlier. It was, I was going to say it, and I thought, nah, but it'd be some sort of random German guy instead. Gernot Raw. Gernot Raw. It's Borilamilitinovic. Japan. Yeah. Yeah, that gives <laughs> that gives you a score of five out of ten. Um, so oh. I think it's lost to Amo. Did your colleague now, isn't it? Yeah, for my sins. <laughs> something to beat, something to beat. We would say you, you've you've laid down a mark. Is that laying down a marker? I don't no, know. It's no, not. it's not. It's not. I'm trying no. to be, I'm trying to be polite there, but honestly, it was so much fun. It was exactly as I as difficult as I hoped it would be, and I'm the infuriation of not getting some of those questions and Joe's silly face, <laughs> Theo just rubbing my nose in it in the second half of it. All those things add up to a positive energy. I'm, I'm going to attack the rest of my day, as Gary yeah. Neville would say. Yeah, well, we'll have to get you, we'll have to get you on again and do another one. I'm stuff. determined to come on again. Um, obviously not too soon because it will look like you haven't got any other people but, um, <laughs> of course we do <laughs> yeah. but okay. I 100% would like to come back thank you so much excellent thanks Adam cheers guys All right. thanks Bobby yeah, thanks Bobby nice one. see you alright we'll see you again cheers, cheers. guys see you later going to be a long throw here from JJ Okocha Piero heads out Odyssey! Oh, what a goal! 
Sunday Odyssey with a wonder strike. Nigeria have turned it around.